Welcome to the Bible Study Hall, where learning meets passion. I am your guide, Methades, here to help new and seasoned believers gain deeper knowledge of the Bible. Join us as we take a journey through the Bible, step by step, gaining understanding through studying the Word of God. We seek truth through His Word and by His Spirit, here at the Bible Study Hall. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening to all of my brothers and sisters in Christ and to all the ships at sea. This is Methades of the Bible Study Hall. Um, this is going to seem a bit, this is going to be different, different episode. Um, I do recognize that an episode has not been uploaded in quite some time, uh, approximately six months or so. Um, so first, I want to apologize about that in particular. Um, no, there's no really valid reason for that. Um, there's life. Uh, a lot of things have been happening and going on. Um, so first, I want to uh, ask for forgiveness uh, for all of my uh, listeners and followers um, for my lack of uploading, um, allowing life to get in the way and not really uh, following what Lord had told me to do, instructed me to do. So I do ask for your forgiveness in that. Um, this is sort of going to be uh, an update, uh, a transparency in the conversations I've been having with God, things that have been going on in my life and you know, hopefully a catalyst and a spark to be starting this back up to be a little bit more consistent um, because in my prayer and prayer time with God, do feel like this is going to be needed now more than ever. Um, there, are, there are a number of things that are upon the horizon that the Lord has revealed to me and that I've seen and that no undoubtedly you have seen as well and so this is just an opportunity to talk about it so what has been going on since the last upload well since the last upload i guess one of the most life-changing things is the birth of my son um probably hear him in the back during this broadcast uh, it is currently two o'clock in the morning um here on the east coast on august 18 2019 um, i usually try to avoid the dates you know in the when i do the podcast and or the broadcast um just for uh perpetuity purposes but i feel that this marker is important um, for a couple of different reasons number one you know my son was born he was born in january he was born approximately a month early um relatively large child and so even though he was born early the lord has saw fit that you know he is healthy um in that time of him being born and growing and making adjustments there you know as with anyone who has had a child you know it's a complete disruption of your life um it is not a bad thing i am grateful for him i am thankful for him um you no know, but he has come with his own set of challenges and blessings. 
Um, my son has sickle cell disease, and so that has caused a significant way in uh, changes in how I originally thought how it would be. You know, he is my first child. Um, and, you know, my wife and I are sort of navigating, you know, those whole waters of, you know, not do only do we have a, you know, a newborn um, at a relatively late age. <laughs> I'm approximately 40, give or take. Um, you know, my son is, you know, now at this point he is going on seven months. And so it's been an interesting journey. You know, hospital visits, um, when he gets sick, you know, it's definitely, it can definitely turn into a multi-hour or multi-day ordeal just from, you know, a slight cold or fever, you know, or infection. Um, there was a time where he went and actually uh, was the day that he was supposed to get his shots uh, for one of his uh, his milestone shots. And that day... Um, that he was supposed to get the shots, he was actually admitted to the hospital for an infection. Um, the norovirus had taken a hold of the household. Uh, we had came back from a family vacation, and um, he had shown symptoms, and we were supposed to go in for shots, and the pediatrician visit actually turned into an ER visit, and we actually ended up um, in the hospital twice. We went on a Thursday afternoon, um, you know, they gave him Tylenol, some, uh, drawn some blood work, and uh, they released us that same day. Ended up going back in Friday morning because uh, things got worse. His fever was 103, uh, which was definitely a red flag. Ended up going in that day, and we stayed until our release Monday morning, Sunday evening or Monday morning. I having a hard time recall. And uh, usually people be like, hey, you know, um, it's just a normal, you know, infection. Kids get over it. But with a child with sickle cell, um, there's a different set of precautions that have to happen. Um, through all this, um, there really hasn't been any questions of, okay, why, Lord, why us and why my son? Um, this was sort of one of those things where in my prayer time with God and leading up to his birth, you know, during my wife's pregnancy, um, that the Lord sort of revealed that he was going to have challenges that were going to seem unfair, um, especially in his young, young teen and young adult life. And so in essence, I was prepared, you know, the Lord in his mercy sort of prepared me mentally um, and somewhat emotionally to deal with whatever challenges were going to come. I really didn't know what form they were going to take. But, um, you know, through the prayer, he, you know, and, and the prophecy that was spoken over my son, um, we sort of knew something like this was going to happen. Um, it still comes with the emotional heartstrings and, you know, the tugging. And, you know, there are some questions like, okay, Lord, what are we supposed to do? What is this? Um, and all the things that come with just having a child, um, in the area that I live in, child care is very expensive. Um, it definitely leads to the question in some households, is it better to just live on one income? <laughs> is it possible to live on one income? Um, and I am extremely, 
extremely blessed, thankful um, for grandmothers. Um, my mom and my wife's mom have been absolute troopers during this time. Um, luckily, and through the grace and great timing of God, both of our mothers are retired. And so they have been able to fly out from their respective locations and stay with us for months at a time. I'm getting ready to do another, uh, <laughs> what we call exchange, um, a mom exchange here um, in the next few weeks um, around Labor Day weekend. Um, and my mom is flying in uh, and her mom is flying out. Literally, they're, you know, they'll change. They'll come like within a day of each other coming and leaving. So my mom will fly in uh, on a Saturday night. Her mom will leave on Sunday night next day. And so we've been extremely blessed, have grandmothers who are knowledgeable, who um, have raised children before and, you know, other children. And um, they have been extremely, extremely blessing to you know, my family and our household, and I cannot thank God enough. And it is definitely a, a blessing to have them and their wisdom here with us. Um, what else has been going on? Um, you know, there's been changes, changes at my job um, in the form of more responsibilities uh, and even the way that I re got my job has been a blessing from God um, in the sense of where um, my move down to this state. I Originally, I was, um, well, I guess I say this, I was originally living in Baltimore in Maryland uh, for a number of years and uh, now live down in Virginia. And, you know, the Lord has blessed me with this job and, uh, to show that the Lord does answer prayers. Um, I had applied for the job that I have now um, almost two years ago. I had applied in April, May. I didn't hear anything back for a while, and so I figured they had chose somebody else for the job. Um, went on and worked a couple other places, uh, and I was working. I had just started working at a relatively new place of hire, I was there for about a month. I started there in September, and then in October I got a phone call saying, you know, this job, the current job I have now um, was open, and if I was still interested, I said yes. Went in for an interview um, and ended up getting the job, you know, about a month later. Uh, to give you some context, I applied for the job in May. October I got the phone call. Um, went in for an interview, um, got approved for the job in November. And because I was working somewhere else, I had to put in um, my time, my two weeks. And um, there were some delays and started in December. Why is this important? To show you that not all changes and all things that are perceived as bad is necessarily bad. Um, but sometimes things have to be removed to make room for greater blessings. The gentleman that had interviewed me, um, that we had seemed like we had a great rapport during the interview process and brought me in and got me hired. 
Um, it was my first time in working in, in this particular type of industry. And so I figured I was going to have some time to learn from him. Uh, and literally my first day of work um, started December 1st. My first day of work, you know, you come in, you're already nervous. What did they expect from me? I want to do a good job. Da, da, da. I'm filling out the papers from HR. And then, you know, the guy I interviewed with, my supervisor, my boss, um, comes to me up to the desk and says, hey, I want you to know that um, I have put in my two weeks. <laughs> and, you know, I, they already know. And so I'll be leaving in two weeks. So now it's like, okay, I'm in this completely new job. The person I'm supposed to, you know, be learning from is leaving literally in two weeks. <laughs> he left December 15th. And, you know, what am I supposed to do? You know, I there's a certain base of knowledge I have, but I'm in a completely different industry, different category of, of a job that I really don't know. And I got to be honest, it was a little bit disconcerting. To be honest, like, okay, I don't know what to do. No, the rules that I had coming from my last job are different. Um, I'm not familiar with this, and I don't have a teacher or a guide. Now, in the interim, in all of this, I had heard about a gentleman who was an extremely effective and knowledgeable person that they had, I guess, prior to um, this, my then boss and you know everyone had spoke high praises about him about how much he had learned and knew but he retired and i said you know it would be so awesome to be able to learn from somebody like that in this industry because i don't know what to do just being honest so my boss's job came available i said you know why not? Might as well apply for it. Maybe there's some type of connection or something I can do in that. Apply for the job, went to the interview. Um, and after a while, they go through the whole process. Um, my deputy at the time, uh, she had brought me to the office and said, um, we have decided to go another direction and they're going to bring back you know, the gentleman that I had heard about, you know, he had agreed to come back. And I, to say I felt relief <laughs> would be an understatement. Um, I, I would have probably sang praises to God right in her office. <laughs> but in trying to, you know, keep decorum, I was still new. I, I did not, but I did say thank you, God. And I realized um, after a little while, what, how much the Lord was doing for me in a sense. And, and it came from this exchange. I was talking to, uh, one of the secretaries of, um, of our director over our department. And she had said, are you upset that he's coming back? Cause you apply for the position. And I said, no. Not at all. I I told my deputy director when she told me, um, you know, my current boss is coming back. Um, I'm thankful. Whatever he needs me to do, I will do. Just let me know. I am here and available. 
And when I told my response to the secretary, she was taken a, a bit aback. She was like, most people would have been upset and think they got passed over. And, you know, you're here and, you know, you're incredibly humble about it. I was like, well, why not? I'm here to be able to learn and do a great job. And if he has the knowledge, then, you know, by all means, you know, he's more qualified than I. I have no problem with that. And it truly came from a place on where, you know, the scripture says about that you shouldn't take the the seat of honor first. Seat, seat, sit yourself in a, in a lowly seat and be asked to come up because if you sit in the seat of honor, then somebody with more honor than you is going to, you know, move you and then you'll be forced in front of everybody else to go to a lower seat. And so I applied for the job, but I really wasn't expecting to get it, you know, just because I was like the next in line. But I was extremely grateful. Um, gentleman came on a few months later, cause you know, deal with the holidays and onboarding. Um, when he came on, when I say it's like drinking water from a fire hose, it is. Um, it has been almost two years now. We're approaching the two year mark and I am extremely grateful and thankful for the growth that the Lord has allowed this gentleman to, um, to do through him, uh, to be a conduit of growth of knowledge and understanding, um, of being an advocate for me. And, you know, I'm extremely thankful and uh, wanting to do this job. And the Lord answered that prayer. Cause I said, Lord, I don't know what I'm doing. I need help you know, what I'm supposed to do. And he answered the prayer. Now, I'm not going to say it's been a bed of roses the entire time. Well, maybe, you know what? Let me go ahead and say, yes, it has been a bed of roses with the thorns that come with those roses. <laughs> you know, because it is, there's adjustment periods, you know, and how do I do this? I'm working in this new industry and, um, it really has been like drinking water from a fire hose. Um, it has been a lot, but my growth has been undeniable in that. It has also allowed me to take time out, which sort of leads me to what I'm saying now and why I sort of labeled this honesty of the heart. Um, that it sort of allowed me to grow and to have the stability needed for my son. And finding out, I actually found out that my son was, was going to be arriving. I, I found out uh, Father's Day. <laughs> Come to find out you're going to be a father on Father's Day. Um, it's kind of funny in and of itself, but you know, the Lord and the ways that he worked, he has a sense of humor. Um, and so there's been... Um, this period of growth, I, in my appreciation for my son, I've gained a deeper appreciation and love for God. I never, and I, and I'm saying this out of honesty, out of transparency, you know, we hear a lot about, you know, God loves us and he loves his children and we call him Abba Father and, you know, and by and large, we understand that intellectually. We understand that through head knowledge. But what it had done for me in all of this love and just looking at my son 
just looking at him. He hasn't done anything, hasn't done anything to earn my love. He hasn't, you know, done any type of magical tricks. He hasn't, you know, shown any type of advanced development that shows that he is going to be the greatest of all time. None of that. Just simply being my son and this love that I have for him. My priorities have shifted and changed. Beforehand, it was about, you know, conquering the world for the Lord and I'm going to do all of this and I'm going to be a master of my industry. Now it's really, I want to do a great job in the shortest amount of time possible and I want to be home with my family and basically to hang out with my son. I don't know how much hanging out you're supposed to do with a six-month-year-old, but don't judge me. <laughs> and I, I love him. I do. And it was about, my revelation about this came in April. This is August, so about four months ago. Um, I had wrote a, a post about this um, in regards to this because I was away on business. I was going to be away for about four or five days. Um, it was really hard on me. It was harder than I thought it was going to be being away from my family for that amount of time. And I just came to this revelation of, okay, this is God's love for me on an even grander scale. Um, on how much I wanted me, wanting to give to my son, want to give him the best to change things around to make sure he has everything that he needs and that all his needs be met. And, you know, even though he can't verbalize a lot of things, I'm able to go ahead and just, you know, make sure that he's safe, that he's taken care of, that he's loved, that, you know, doing all this work behind the scenes that he doesn't comprehend, he doesn't know about because he doesn't understand or comprehend all the work that goes in, all of the resources that's going in to make sure that he has everything, excuse me, everything that he needs. Um, I starting, I have started and I am learning. It's a constant evolution of learning here. I am learning on how much the Lord was doing or have done and probably, and will continue to do for me, how much goes on behind the scenes that I am not aware of and that I have no concept of, of the things that the Lord is doing for me on such a grand scale, the master of the universe, the, the king of king and lord of lords. How much is he doing for me? And I want you to really think about that. So let me give you an example. I needed for, you know, I needed help um, for, because my wife, my wife is a school teacher. Um, and so I needed help in, okay, we have a newborn here. We have other obligations that's going on. Um, we also have, you know, Two other children, you know, an 18-year-old and a 13-year-old. Um, they still need things. Uh, you know, we're, we're going back and forth. 
And it's this, I need to help, you know, what am I supposed to do? <laughs> and I just remember like all of this time and thought process. Okay. He's going to need this and he's going to need this by the time he's two weeks and a month. And, you know, they still need this, you know, the other kids, they need this. And I'm going back and forth and literally moving the world to make sure that by the time he comes home, he has what he needs. Blessings have come in in, su in such a way. Glory be to God. Glory be to God. The, the blessings that have come in for this child. When I say that he is blessed, he is blessed. Um, you know, the amount of help that has come in, the, the ways timing has worked out for schedules between her mom, my mom, um, the, the ways that financially we, you know, our needs are taken care of. I, I can't, you know, when they say that the Lord loves a cheerful giver, um, I'm actually thankful to pay tithes. Um, to give you a little bit of my backstory, there was a time I was unemployed for six months. Um, unemployment. And I was looking, I, when I say I was looking for a job, I was, it was a full-time job looking for a job. I was literally spending anywhere from eight to 12 hours a day filling out applications, um, doing side jobs like on the weekends or, or in the evenings, um, you know, my car wasn't, at the time, wasn't really able to do Uber. So there wasn't an option at the time. And, you know, to go from a place on where um, it was a struggle to pay tithes out of unemployment. I know this seems strange, but this is, it was my faith. To struggle paying tithes out of unemployment. Um, like legitimately paying tithes out of unemployment. It came up to like maybe 40 bucks. You do the math. To paying more tithes, more that paying more out of my tithes and offering than was the entire check for unemployment is... And I'm amazing. I need you to, let me give you some context. This is August 18th, 2019. From this time period to the time of unemployment, less than three years. Um, if I recollect accurately, this is 2019, 2018 that started. The, no, December 2017. So it was probably around October, November of 2016. In in all honesty, um, so maybe three years. And to go from literally from that to now is is mind blowing. There were ups and downs in between. There were times I questioned, please believe, 
I'm not saying that the walk with God is easy by any stretch of the imagination. Anybody who tells you that, you know, giving your life to God and walking with him is going to erase all of your pains, your problems, your pressures and trials and tribulations, I would, I will respectfully say, run from them because they are lying to you. Either they're outright lying or they really don't read the Bible. They don't. The Lord himself said, in this world, you will have troubles. You know, also, when you look at the translation, um, tribulations, which means pressures, pressures of this world, pressure to do this, pressure to do that, pressure to, you know, pay bills or to, you will have troubles. But be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. You know that in me, you might find peace. You might find peace. That if you decide that if you allow the Lord to work in you, that you'll have peace. Look, I'm going to be honest. It has not always been a better, how can I say this? It has not always been unicorns and fairies and, and good times. I've had struggles. I'm human. I've had struggles just like anybody else. You know, I had times that I question if God even hears me because I'm praying and it seems like my prayers are not even, they're like hitting the ceiling of the room and coming back down. Um, there's times on where, you know, I have questioned my own sanity in this and where it's like, okay, Lord, you know, are you really listening to me? Are, am I really here? My favorite question is this. Um, that I've noticed I've asked the Lord, Lord, what is it that you want me to do? Because you find yourself in places where you don't, it doesn't seem like there's really a clear direction. You find yourself in a place spiritually, mentally, you know, and emotionally where it seems things are such in flux or you're, you're good day by day. Like the day by day, it seems like it's routine, but it's not really any type of direction. And in all of this, I have to admit, I have to say that the Lord's hand has been upon me. He has kept me. He has provided for my needs. Um, when I didn't see there was a way, he hadn't made a way. I give all praises and honor to God. I, I cannot live this life and say that, you know, that he doesn't deserve all praises, honor, and glory. He does. And I saying all this, I'm about 30 minutes in, Lord, forgive me. I'm saying all this because I wanted you to be encouraged. One of the things that the Lord has sort of told me is that part of my ministry will be my life. That's going to be my ministry. Not so much to say that I'm doing everything right and that you can live this fantabulous life. Yeah, I did say fantabulous. I said that on purpose. That you can feel this fantabulous life uh, if you do it this way. No, you know, my ministry is whatever struggles and dealings that I have in my own life, they are going to be the basis of whatever I speak to God's people about. Because more than likely they're going through the same thing and they need to know they are not alone. What they're going through is not special. 
what they're going through is not unique and they can make it too. You can. Now, I'm not going to sit here and say that everything is great, that, you know, I'm walking on water with Jesus every morning. I'm not going to say that. There are mornings where, you know what, I hit the snooze alarm a little bit too much and I'm rushing off to go to work. And I'm asking God for forgiveness for not spending time with him in the morning. I'm not saying that's acceptable, but I am saying that it does happen. And not to beat yourself up too much when you're dealing with life. Matthew 6 and 33 says, but seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things shall be added unto you. When you look at the previous verses, the things added unto you is about food, shelter, clothes, those things the Gentiles worry about, you know, and we shouldn't, you know, as children of Christ. Because he is our father. He already knows what we have need of. And he provides those needs. So what is seek ye first the kingdom of God? Let's talk about this. When it says seek ye first, that means in order, like first, second, third, or fourth. You should be first in seeking. And also in priority. Mean not just first in order, but the emphasis of this is the most important thing that I need to do should be first. And what is seeking? Seeking the will of our father, the king of kings. What is the kingdom of God, his domain, his realm? We need to go and seek after his will, his, you know, things he wants done, how he wants them done for in our lives, for our lives in our neighbor's lives, you know, for that day. How do we do that? Prayer. Time in his word and reading his word and his prayer. Because there will be times, if you're reading his word, that situations will come up that you will not hear this booming voice of God. You will not even hear this still small voice. But the spirit of God will bring to remembrance a scripture that applies to that situation. And I'm going to let you know out of my experience, don't argue, don't try to figure it out what's supposed to happen. If a scripture comes up in a particular place, follow that scripture. It would help if you know it by memory, maybe you need to go and verify. Um, Esort.net um, has a good Bible program for free that you can download. I would recommend doing a donation. Um, there's plenty of Bible apps for your phone if you need to pull it out and verify. Um, I'm looking up one on my phone. Excuse me. Um, that also, I believe, comes from eSword. Um, my Sword Bible, if you look it up. And you can search scripture about that particular issue. Or maybe something sounds familiar. Put in that phrase and they'll look it up and they'll find it for you. Um yeah, and follow it. And do not worry about the results. As long as you do what the Bible says, the Lord will take care of the rest. Look, I, I wish, 
I had some ground, earth shattering, the voice of God coming through to be able to touch upon your your lives and your spirits and souls every day. No, so honestly, I wish I do. You know, it'd be actually kind of cool. You know, <laughs> but. I also wanted this to be as real and as transparent as possible for what you're going through. Okay. When I do these podcasts, these episodes, um, please understand, I really don't have a lot of notes. Um, especially for this one, there's no notes. I was actually in prayer with God. I was going through, you know, trying to release some things, some things I didn't understand. I was asking him questions about, and he said, my people need to know this, and I want you to speak upon it. I'm just being honest with you. I haven't uploaded an episode in a number of months, probably at least six months. And again, I ask for your forgiveness for that. Um, that was part of the conversation because he had given me direction on, you know, I need to do certain things. I had not done them, so I had to seek forgiveness and, and repentance for that. Um, and he said, turn on the mic, talk to my people, upload it. I'm just doing what he asked me to do. You know, there, there's nothing, you know, I, I pray that this blesses you in some way, shape or form. Um, but honestly, this is part of that transparency that I promised you that the Lord has directed me to do to, when it comes to this, to be as transparent as possible. Lord loves us. He loves us in ways that honestly are probably beyond our comprehension. And if you have a child, you may have experienced a portion of this to give you a greater understanding of wanting to do best for your child. You love your child regardless of what they do and who they are. Um, not saying you don't want to probably, you know, give them a spanking every now and then. <laughs> Teenagers. Can I get an amen? Um, but God is truly faithful. He is truly a good God. He is truly, truly a loving father. And if you're ever feeling in a place where you're feeling down, you're feeling out, you're not sure, you know, you're left from your right, you're up from down, or you may be in a negative space. I'm not going to sit here and, and tell you, you know, read the scriptures and they'll contain. I'm not going to do that. Nine times out of 10, you probably already know how to do that or know what to do. But let's be honest. There's sometimes we're just in a space on where, where reading the word of God is not exactly what we want to do. Let me offer you this suggestion. Ask yourself this question and then answer it. What am I thankful for? What are you grateful for? Start easy and allow the spirit to move you into different places. My grandmother would say, um, when she wake up in the morning, I open my eyes so the Lord has given me life. I'm thankful. 
I can put two feet on the ground and stand up so the Lord has given me strength in my body. So I'm thankful. I know what day of the week that it is and then I know that the Lord still sits on the throne. So he has given me my right mind. I am thankful. Anything after that, the Lord is just showing off. <laughs> so, and I got to admit, that old lady knew something because just being thankful for that and starting off, it led me into so many other things. Yes, I'm, a, I'm alive. The Lord woke me up this morning. I'm able to stand up on my own two feet. The Lord has given me strength in my body. I know what day of the week it is and the Lord is still my God. I'm in my right mind. If you don't think being in your right mind is something to be blessed about, you need to read. You need to read. Uh, there was a king who literally the Lord made him uh, lose his mind and act like a wild wolf, like some type of beast out in the field for seven years. And when the Lord brought him back to his right mind, he was thankful. <laughs> I promise I will, I will have that story for you um, on the next episode. Just those simple things. You know, well, I don't have all the food that I want. Do you have food in your cupboard? Be thankful. You know, my car keeps breaking down. You got a car to fix and a, and a job that plays you money? Be thankful. You know, you got a roof over your head? You're not sleeping out in the cold and the rain and the heat? Be thankful. You know, I don't have the clothes that I, that I want or they're holy or whatever. Be thankful. You know, how many clothes a week do you really wear? Do we really need as, as much as we've been having? The fact that somebody, you know, cares for you. The fact that you're listening to this podcast, that the Lord in his infinite wisdom have made a way that you can listen to it. If you're listening by phone or computer, you have been blessed more than enough by God to give him thanks because you have a means to be able to download an app or to listen through a website that by and large, let's be honest, is not exactly a required app to listen to. It's not like you need this app in order for your phone or your computer to work. This is a voluntary luxury app that you're able to listen to this message, you are more than blessed. It's all about perspective and context. And so I leave you with this. I pray that the Lord allows you to remember all of the things that he has brought you through, giving you experience of his goodness and his grace and his mercy, of his faithfulness, and to also to be thankful over the small things and to know that he is God, he loves you, he has it underneath control, and he will always be there with you. And maybe you need to take just a little bit extra time when you start your prayer, start your day, you're seeking after him. Just be thankful for bringing you to this point 
good, bad, and ugly, it all works for good. All of it. It may not feel good, some of those parts, but all of it has brought you to a point where you're listening to this podcast, you're getting a revelation of who God is, and that hopefully your continued relationship with him will take you through day by day and you will have a deeper relationship with the creator of all. He is our God. Jesus Christ is King. There is none like him. There is none that stand beside him. And so that's all that there is. So this prayer, Father in heaven, Lord, I thank you for this day. I thank you for this opportunity. I thank you for all that you are, all that you have done. Lord, we thank you. And knowing that all things work for good for them that are called according to your purpose. Lord, we thank you for every experience, every blessing, every prayer that has been answered. Father, we thank you for your faithfulness, your mercy, your grace, your kindness to get us to today, to this point. Father, I pray that whatever this word may be, may be sealed upon the hearts, minds of your people, that they may take it and to remember that you are God above all. Lord, we love you. We thank you. We bless your name. Father, give us boldness to speak your word to those that need to hear it. Give us peace in the midst of our storms and knowing that it will all work for our good. And Lord, whatever needs to happen that we may be closer to you, Lord, we trust you because you are a loving father and you want the best for us. So we thank you. We give you all praise, honor, and glory. In Jesus' name, amen. Some brothers and sisters, I pray that the Lord be with you and keep you throughout your week, throughout your time and your journey. If you have any questions, comments, or concerns, you can send them to methades215 at gmail.com, and I'll be sure to answer them. Uh, that's M-A-T-H-E-T-E-S-215 at gmail.com. And again, may the Lord bless you and keep you. And remember that to God be the glory. Thank you. Amen. Good night.